Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I like to say that hair is a woman's best accessory. And thanks to my friends at Way, they make it possible to have good hair days every day. Let me tell you, Way's hair oil has become a game changer in my hair care routine. So if you're ready to have good hair days every single day, you got to check out Way. Head over to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com to check out their products. And here's a little treat for you guys use the promo code Heal Squad for 15% off your purchase. Yep, the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heal Squad for 15% off. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. Glad to be back here with you today. Our quote of the day, the best thing to hold on to in life is each other. That's by Audrey Hepburn. I love that. Great quote, Steph. Uh, welcome, of course, back to the show. We, of course, are asking all of you to join our Patreon community. I'm just going to get to it right at the top because we're trying to make this an ad-free show. And even if you don't care about the extra content that we provide, which is really good, and by the way, this Patreon is really great for you, um, support the show because we work so hard on it and uh, we want to keep bringing you this amazing content. So whatever you can give would be amazing, um, but we will give back, won't we, Steph? Yeah, our episodes have been so good, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, we have a great show for you guys today. We have Patty Stanger, our relationship expert. Obviously, she's a businesswoman, and so much more has evolved from her, you know, love brand, Um, But Patty is here with us because it's Valentine's Day this week, guys, and we all want love. And if we have love, we want to know how to keep it spicy um, and how to keep it. It's funny, yesterday I got a call from a friend who was asking about um, someone in her life and her husband was going to some self-help stuff and she was just asking me about it. 
And I said, well, are things getting better or worse? And she was like, it's worse. And I said, well, sometimes when you go to these self-help things, they ignite something in you that makes you want to be you again. And when you're in a relationship, there are so many compromises that you have to make of yourself to make a relationship work. And as the years go by and as you have kids and all of these things, all of a sudden it becomes like a a partnership of a different kind, right? Where you're just each other's assistants. You guys are just barking orders at each other, right? Kevin and I have done this. He's gotten so mad at me over the years for his honey-do list. He calls it the honey-do list. I don't want a honey-do list because I'll be like, honey, can you get this? Can you do that? Can you do this? You just lean on each other so much as if we're employees of each other. And it does not help the the loving relationship part, but it is difficult. And I, you know, it's hard for me to say this sometimes, but it's it's like this person probably went to these self-help things because they felt lost and he needed he needed to find himself and now he's finding himself and he's probably like, this isn't working for me anymore. And she's probably not aware that she's honey-do listing him, right? And and I don't think as women we are generally aware of that, right? And so it's a very difficult thing. So I'm hoping Patty can shed some light on how we can avoid the pitfalls if we have love. Mm-hmm. And then if we're looking for love, where to find it? Where is in 2020 the place to find love? Because every time I joke about stuff, people are like, oh, you can't meet somebody at a party. Like, you're not going to meet someone here. You're not going to meet somewhere there. I'm like, okay, well, where are you going to meet people? Tinder. Tinder. I'm just kidding. Gosh. Yeah. Is well, Tinder the, the bad place? Tinder's I, like the one that's more. The hookup one? Yeah. It's more that. Okay. And then there's Bumble and Hinge, I think. Bumble I thought was good. Yeah. I think Bumble is. One of them, the woman talks first. Okay, Steph, you are 25. Yeah, 26. 26. You are single. Yeah. Are you looking for love? No. Okay. You're focused on your career. Yeah. Okay. If you were to look for love, where would you look? I'm not a dating app gal. I've thought about it. I'm really not. It works for a lot of people. I've I know people in really happy relationships from it. I think I would do what we talked about in our last Patreon episode, which is like manifesting. I think I would will it. I, uh-huh. Even when in the, like the earlier stages of my singlehood, I, I've met a few people that I talk to casually and I met them on the side of the road. I met one at like um, a restaurant randomly. I, I think that if you, that's the intention of what you want, I really think you can get it naturally like that. Steven. I don't know. I, 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 you I, are a single man. 29 years old. Yes. Okay. 29 years of age. You are a single man. You work a lot. Are you app man or are you hoping it happens naturally somewhere? Both. I have, I have the apps and I have a dating profile. Um, I found that it's not really worth the time or money really like in what's not the, the apps and the online. Um, because my situation is very different than a lot of the people who use those apps. Like a lot of people that I've, that I found on there are not on there because they are busy, too busy working or too busy 
building their career or too busy in school. They're on there because they're either antisocial or they have huge insecurities that are glaring that prevent them from normal, like, uh, social dating. And it's really frustrating because it's like the people who are on there trying to actually find something or trying to actually be like, hey, I'm way too busy. I just need somebody that I enjoy spending time with when I'm not working. It's really difficult to find that. So I, I have not had really much luck with them. Got it. Makes me think one thing I was interested from my position, because there are some people like me who just, I'm not ready to be in a relationship again. And I do, I'm curious, is there something that will hit me that will let me know I'm ready again? Because I fear that I might not ever be again. My, yeah, you will. <laughs> my brother's a, a good you're example. You're meet the hottest guy and you're like, I'm ready. <laughs> I was, I've been really surprised by my brother for the past two months. So he has had like a few major girlfriends in his life, but he's 33 now. So he's like for the past, I think six years, he's just been like, not interested. He's like, I'm over it. I'm over the whole dating thing. I'm over the whole girlfriend thing. I'm over people trying to change me. And if something's going to happen, it'll happen. And he met somebody and within three weeks, they were Facebook official. And he's just so in love with her. And she's so in love with him. Aww. And he's just like, you know. They're Facebook official? That right? was funny. <laughs> it, and I you asked, slipped that through. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Is that what I, the kids say? That's what they say, yeah. Okay. It means it's like you're actually announcing it to the people. Like, oh, you've put okay. it on your Facebook. Okay. Ooh. And it's the it's the first time I've ever seen him be lovey-dovey with somebody in the 33 years I've known my – or I guess 29 years I've known my brother. And I asked him, when you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom. For a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between. But it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Like, what's different this time? And he's just like, it's the way that the person you're with looks at things. And looks at you and it's, are they trying to change you or are they trying to be with you? And he's, he's like got long hair. He's a metal guitarist and drummer, like all sorts of things. It's like, everyone's just constantly trying to change him. And he's very sensitive to the fact of people like nagging him about things that are himself. Mm -hmm. So like, he's like, this is the first person that's never done that. And they look at things. They don't have drama. They don't think about things in terms of like why this person did that to me. They're just like very objective in their thoughts and he's just like i like it yeah that's a big thing i wonder is it more slanted and we should ask patty remember this are women the ones that are really trying to change men more because i don't feel like i hear men trying to change women other than can you hurry up and get ready faster i think men manipulate women yeah i think um, yeah i think women try to change men and that is in itself a manipulation but i think 
we just want you guys to dress better and we want <laughs> <laughs> my sister does this right like i feel like women are always like dress better why is your hair you know, like that make your hair better <laughs> like don't look like a scumbag <laughs> i i think though i've had a fair share of men trying to change me not yeah. and i don't think that they're thinking that but it's that change you in what ways like dim my light because i'm a lot and I feel like they want to be more low key, and I'm just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, except why is everything so theatrical? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it just is. That's who I am, bitch. <laughs> I think we're really unfortunately in a generation where a lot of people didn't grow up with relationship role models. Mm. Like, and that's not a negative to their upbringing. Like, there's lots of single parents, and there's lots of things where families are dealing with divorce and everything like that, and that's life. But, like, I didn't grow up knowing how to date or how to treat women or any of that. I Even my parents are still together, and I still really didn't have a good understanding of that. So I can't imagine somebody. It's because you were busy playing video games. You didn't look at your parents. Your hey. parents were probably a wonderful model of love. <laughs> no? I mean, there's I, – I was the youngest, so I, I always got vented to. So I always was, like, experiencing the worst of it. Oh, okay. Um, but – that's not a negative them like now as a kid that's hard but like now i'm like yeah relationships are really hard like they're I, really hard i can't imagine what my what situation my mom would be in if she didn't have somebody mm -hmm. to vent to right you need somebody to talk to but like man it's it's rough out there for for people for women especially like i hear so many horror stories of guys who will just like cut them off from their friends, completely prevent them from yeah. going out. You can't have a career. I'll be the breadwinner. And then I hear, hear story, horror stories from guys being like, they will freak out on me for going out for one night. Yep. They will freak out on me for literally so anything. Unhealthy. All I want is four hours of goddamn quiet. Mm -hmm. Sorry to, to curse, but like, and people just need to communicate. And hopefully Patty can like help with that. Yeah, it's so hard. So I was telling my friend, I said, you have it right. You are single, you party, you travel, you live the life, you got your hookups, you have your fun. I said, it's almost over anyway. <laughs> like you're halfway through. I'm like, do not get in. She's because she's always like, am I ever going to find someone? I'm like, I think you found the recipe. You have everything you want. And that is do the you have, second do you, have... you get into a relationship, you're going to have to compromise who you are in such a major way to fit into someone else's life. That's how I feel right now. Like yeah. I am loving the space I'm in. And all of my friends who come to me with relationship problems, I am so here to give you advice, but I do not envy your situation yeah. at all. It yeah. is so much. It fuels your singledom. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. But I do, I have to say I have the health, my parents are probably too healthy, which is why I'm like, that's unattainable because they're perfect in their soulmates and no. they've never yelled i think the number one thing for them is they've never demeaned each other respect has always been the number one thing i think when you lose that yeah. you lose everything but now i'm like i guess if i can't have them you and kev are another one the two people i see the most i'm like shit you guys are perfect no we're not perfect <laughs> but Trust you do me. a pretty but... good job of staying really great with each other and being yeah. best friends yeah but really maria i have a question for you yeah tell your friend to call me tell your friend oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> <laughs> yep cougar time all right let's get to patty stanger she is best known of course for her extremely popular reality tv series millionaire matchmaker she never shies away from hot topics whether it's finding the one 
getting into a relationship, dating, how to get your significant other to propose. She is the expert, everybody. And since it's Valentine's week, we thought there would be no better person to talk about everything that surrounds dating with, finding love, and navigating a successful relationship than Patty. So here she is. Hey, everyone, it's Kelsey. And Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner, Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast, and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. All right, Patty. It's been a while. Yeah. Nice to see you. You're going blonder by the minute. I am a little (laughs) blonder. I went red and then I got a little blonder. It's been fun. You look good blonde. Thank you. I'm having a lot of fun getting getting to do what I want and switch it up whenever I want. That's right. You don't no have to network. Worry, no, you know, TV to tell you what to do. I know. I'm like Cartman now. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> do you watch South Park? Um, yes. That's my favorite. Like and Cartman. Family Guy. I like Family Guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're talking about love. Obviously, it's Valentine's Day Correct. week and mm-hmm. there's no one better at love oh, than you. God, thanks. So I feel like we have a couple categories. Like we should talk about mm-hmm. how to find love right. in 2020. And then when you have love, mm-hmm. how do well, you keep it? Well, you know now because you're married, right? This is true. It is It is very dicey To the girl that I never thought would get married. I know. <laughs> I did it. Right. We did it. Totally. Um, so, yeah. So I think it's like those are the two categories. It's okay. like let's start with how to find love. Well, so, finding love is really hard today. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's an uphill battle. You whether think it is. Whether you're 18 or 80 because here's what I thought about last night. Um, we are insulated. Like, I just watched 44 episodes of a series from Australia called Wonderland and Amazon, and I haven't been in the house in three days. So, was it good? Oh, so it's better than friends. Really? It's like friends that live in an apartment building, that date each other, sleep together, some are married, some are single. It is adorable. Wonderland. Um, it's called Wonderland. It on had, Amazon. It had like three seasons, but they merged it into two on Amazon. Great, I'm going to watch And it. it's from Australia. So <laughs> I literally, you know, I'm producing a lot of TV right now. I just, I'm doing a series at Hallmark, and I'm doing scripting and stuff so I really got into television and then I'm filled up I go to sleep you know or like I look at my phone and I get my news feeds and then I look at Instagram and I'm watching YouTube and then by the time I'm done like do I really want to go out of the house and look for love? Like that's what's happening. So no one's in the bars like they used to be. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so you're t- not currently in love either. No, I'm single right now. Okay. So it's like, how do you meet someone? So then you start with the app. So the first line of defense is the apps. Okay. But then if you are looking for a certain type of man, he's not on the apps. Like really? the really wealthy, successful lawyer, doctor, because he's afraid he's going to get bashed at work or the courthouse or the hospital. And so he's like DLing it. And then he you know, does his sports after work, goes home, falls asleep. If he's got kids, he's taking care of his kids. And it's like, no one's really connecting. So the next line of defense is to hire a matchmaker because we basically are the ones that have a database. 
and we are connected to a stream of matchmakers all over the world. So if we don't have someone, we'll recommend you to somebody else. And they are connected to going into the community through the recruiters and finding love. And nobody talks about this because once the apps came out, we had a market crash because nobody wanted to spend money. But then they realized only the freebie, the freegans, as I like to call it, who like live with three roommates at 50 and drive a scooter are on the apps. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So it's like it's not. So Steven's that's eyes a, are popping out of his head. Right. So, you know, Venice Beach 101. So they, you need a broker, just like you would do to find a house, real estate, a car, you know, a boat, whatever. So you need a broker. So are these doctors and lawyers and mm. all of these guys? Professional guys, yeah. The professional guys. Not the blue collar. Not yeah. the blue collar. They're calling you and saying, I need your help. They're, they are or call, are you oh, scouting the, 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 men well, too? There's, we, we recruit. So we go to events and people come up to us. Obviously, we're still on Bravo and it's in marathons on reruns and we're in 200 countries. So like I went to London. This is a really funny story. I went to London in September to date and to set up an office there. And I needed to understand the market. So I got to test what's on the market, right? Oh, my God. If you don't drink, do not go to London. And I don't drink. So it's like this was not a good thing because they start at 8 o'clock in the morning and they don't stop drinking. All right. So the women are- Like every day? Every single day, seven days a week. The boozy brunch to the boozy dinner, nonstop. They go out at 11 o'clock at night and they live on French fries. That's all they eat. It's like their food is not great. But um, their accents are fabulous and they could use their teeth fixed, but other than that they're very tall and handsome <laughs> like they're kind of like mini vikings because you know the vikings came to london to conquer so they're tall really tall really handsome i mean super handsome and they're very charming but they have a roving eye so they're not like the french or the italians where they have the mistress on the side all the time but they date um a lot and they say that you're supposed to have sex on the first date, clearly, because you go to the pub and you get drunk. Yeah. And then all the filters go away. So all the women are beautiful. They're dressed impeccable, really gorgeous. And they're all complaining they're losing their men to the Russian Venmo hooker. You know, like we have them here too. Russian right? Venmo, Venmo hookers? Here's a Venmo. Give me money. I'll go out with you. Stop it. Yes. It's all over the world. And a lot of places, it's, it's you know, legal. Like in Australia, prostitution's legal. So we don't have it legally here. But they exist. And they said to me, you know, like, all these women are aggressive towards our men, and they're stealing my men. And then I'm like, oh, that's why Brexit passed. All the women secretly voted for Brexit to get rid of the foreigners so they get their men back. Stop it. No, I'm serious. I've got a theory on this. Nobody knows who voted for Brexit. I'll tell you who voted. You know, it was just hysterical. So it's a different, like every country has a different way of dating. Like Japan is different than China. It's very unusual. But in the United States, social media became our lover. You have friends on Facebook that you never met that fill you up to make you feel good for the day, you know? Mm. And then the guy is sliding into the Instagram models DM. Like where could a... All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of wonderful pistachios. You're going to love them. Regular girl exists in that universe without her face tune filters, you know, or her hood of makeup. I mean, really, what's happening here? So people are disconnected. And the other line of defense is to join organizations that you're interested in that either the same sex goes, if you're into same sex, you know, you're fluid, you're bi, LBGTQ, whatever you are, or you're straight and you want the opposite sex. Nobody is connecting. And that means getting out of the house, making it a priority, taking time during your week to spend time finding love in situations that you're interested in. Like, you know, I love Broadway. I'm not going to meet anyone at Broadway because it's gay men go there. I mean, I just came to It's gay men go? What does that mean? Gay men love Broadway. Oh, gay men. Gay men love Broadway theater, and I love gay men, but I'm not going to end up sleeping with them. They're not going to date me as handsome as they are. So I had to figure ways where men go. And like your husband is super into sports, right? Yeah. That's where men go. You went to the Super Bowl. That's where men go. And we're like, I don't want to go to like, you know, the Laker, the Clippers game. I don't want to go to... And I'm like, sweetheart where do you think the men go you have to go where men go if you're a woman just like i tell the men go to yoga class it's 80 percent female you can't pick up a woman in yoga class you need help yeah you know what i mean like or spiritual classes or things that are like that you know best place the best person i know that fixes up the men is the hairdresser because they get all the women so when the guy comes in for his little clip clip she's like i got someone for you she knows the dirt and all their stories. You have to open your mouth and ask other people to fix you up as well. Wow. Yeah. I just learned so much in a very short time. I mean, it's the truth. Venmo we Russian got, hookers. We have to get off the phones <laughs> and get, you know, it's not the technology. Like, here's the thing I always say. The biology hasn't changed. The technology is ruling the biology. That's Ooh. what's happening. Yeah, And it's true because it's funny. I've recently... I was recently looking at different friends' Instagrams, Mm -hmm. and I've gotten my Instagramming and social media down to 15 minutes a day. Like, I am barely on it. I don't even... Oh, my God. Yeah. I love you. I'm very proud of my stats now uh, because I just... I want to live my life. I don't want to be looking at everybody Mm -hmm. else's constantly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's fun, whatever. You can get some inspiration. Mm Mm-hmm. But I was looking at people's Instagrams and they were all looking like supermodels. Yes. And I didn't know what it was. Kim Kardashian effect. I mean, it's Kim K effect. It's like you want to do. But but it's even more. There's apps that make you look like a supermodel. Where do you think Kim and Chloe get their statistics from? I mean, they're the ones getting these guys. They were the ones using the apps in the first place. They look. Kim's family blew up social media. Let's be real. The Kardashians blew up social media. And then when they started looking perfect, you want to look perfect. They're the gold poster. So so uh, our former producer, Ashley, yes. who you remember on Hi, the show, Ash. she showed me. She's like, oh, my God, everybody's using. I downloaded it. Which, one's, which one so is curious. this? What's the newest one? It's uh, FaceApp. FaceApp? F-A-C-E? So there's Kira Kira. Kira Kira is the sparkly one, right? Yep. That's then, my favorite when you're wearing a shiny top. Then there's, so I guess people, it's, they're using FaceApp and it puts makeup on you. Oh. Have you I heard know. of this? No, but I've heard Beautify. Beautify is similar to that. Okay. So you put your face in with no makeup yeah. and it puts makeup on you. Steph, have you heard of this? Well, I'm no. going to use that now. 
guys will it fix my hair too it will give you a smile <laughs> if you weren't smiling in the picture with perfect teeth what it will oh it's crazy then they use and she was telling me all of the models like the influencers that are yeah. using it like people i'm friends with and i'm like oh no wonder they always look so fantastic yeah, so, I kept looking at all the housewives going, why do I look like shit and everybody looks good? What's going on here? And I can never take a good picture here. Okay, like, so we'll do it after for you. It'll okay, be funny. Okay. So you use the face app. They put makeup on you. You can do super glam, light, matte, glowy, whatever. And then they go to Visco, V-S-C-O, and they throw like a little grain on it and whatever. And so... My my neighbor was actually telling me about it. She goes, oh, yeah, no, Ashley ta- taught me, and now I'm a monster. Now I use it all the time, and she looks like a supermodel. So Ashley's an expert at this. Ashley's an expert. I'm going to hire her for this. Oh, for sure. Okay. You match make her. She'll make you look amazing on social media Is she still working for day. her? She- um, not officially, but she's still in the family. Okay. Um, but it's crazy. So now when you think about this next step, right, uh-huh. so now – Girls so you have are... to so you have to like separate from the pack. So when I went out, I was in um where was I recently? I was in Miami. And I got hit on way more than I did here. Of course I would. And so I'm in Miami and I go, "Why am I getting hit on my?" And I took an in moral inventory, which is what I usually do. And, oh, I'm alone. I'm not with any of my friends. I'm going out to dinner and drinks by, by myself. Yeah, I got my hair made up. I look good. I got a, you know, I had a tan. I felt great. It's my hometown basically. Even though I grew up in Jersey, I went to college there. You went to dinner by yourself? Yeah. What? I went to dinner by myself. I don't think I could do I it. was hungry. I'm sorry. And um, men started hitting on me. And it was like in South Beach. And I and you can walk everywhere and go to Lincoln Road and all that. And I was like, oh, I'm approachable. Because those who attract do not travel in packs. Men are terrified of the pack. And I was like, oh, this makes perfect sense. Wow. So then I was like, maybe I should go out in L.A. by myself. Like It was one of those things where I wasn't realizing what I was doing. And then you take a step back and go, okay, why do I just look good today? Like, what's going on? And women don't do that because they think they'd be considered if they went to the bar or to the restaurant a hooker, which is not true. Okay. Because professional women are working and traveling and have to eat dinner too. Okay. So here's my thing. You said traveling in a pack. They're scared of the pack. Yeah. Because, okay, there's a reason why. So let's say you get a bunch of girls. good to know. A bunch of girls. First of all, A, yes, buy drinks for everyone if he buys one for one, right? Yeah. So he may not be rich. Second of all, and if he doesn't, then he's a you know cheap wad. Second, um, he might get shot down. You're not good looking enough for my girl. Or maybe, I love when the two girls fight over the one guy, then they're all like trying to upstage each other to get the guy. But in the meantime, he sees one girl in a pack, and he's trying to get to her, and there's this hen house protecting her. He doesn't feel confident. Men today, FYI, are women internally. They are not confident. They are terrified of Me Too, what's happening with Me Too. So now they have to ask permission. May I kiss you? May I touch you? May I this? May I that? They never had to do that before. They are not allowed to ask out at work anymore. So there's a lot of, they're scared. Yeah, that little wee wee is, is going up their butt. You know, I mean, they're like crawled in like they want to, you know, basically so crawl away from the world. Don't hang with the pack. Don't hang with the Try to go out by yourself. And look casual. Don't go dressy Bessie all crazy because the more makeup and the more zhuzh you put on, the more they feel, oh, she seems high maintenance. It's going to intimidate me. Really? So this is what people say. Okay. So we were talking about this while we were in Miami. 
Everyone's like, I want a natural girl, Stephen, you can pipe in, by the way. Everyone's like, I want a girl who's natural and this and that. Except they want an Instagram model. But then <laughs> they are staring at the Instagram model, the hot model that walks in that's all decked to the nines. It's like They're you can't lying. compete. They're lying. But who do they marry? Yeah. Look at the rings and look at the wife. Nine times out of ten, she ain't no ten. So that's the story. They want to practice, but they ain't purchasing. So, you know, when they you want to practice, but they, they, ain't they ain't purchasing, baby. So what happens is like, for instance, I'll try the model and she'll exhaust me. But then I want a normal girl. And you know, what's really interesting. The better looking the millionaire guy versus the ugly millionaire guy who never got the cheerleader in high school, the good looking one will take the eight or the six. And she'll morph in his eyes to be a 10, where the good-looking one is bitter. He's a nasty nerd. Uh, the one who's not good-looking is a nasty nerd and never got the cheerleader in high school. He needs so it. he's like, I have to have a perfect 10 to, yeah. to balance his luchiness, you know? Wow. Yeah. Okay, so if you're a girl, mm-hmm. your best steps towards meeting a guy is, A, having the balls to go out by yourself. Correct, by And yourself. don't go too glitzy. No. Just go out by she, yourself. Look, I realized, how many times have you left the gym and lo- and you could look like crap and a guy hit on you at, let's say, the grocery store? Mm-hmm. You know, like my Irwin, my Irwin move. I go to the gym, I go to Irwin and I'm look like shit and the guy's hitting me. I'm like, wait a second. I look like crap. Why didn't you hit on me when I looked good the other night at the bar? You know, so think about it because you're approachable. Mm. You look real. Got it. Okay, what else? Um, the other Go th- where guys go. If go you're, where if guys you're heterosexual. Go. Well, make, make a flow chart of like where do guys go and then try to find a commonality. If you like wine and he likes wine, um, if you love the beach and he loves the beach, he's going to play volleyball, like find something that's six degrees connected to what you want to do. Like, cause then if the night's shitty and you didn't meet anyone, you got something out of it. I like that. You know, so like I used it's to win, win. Yeah. I used to make the top 10 list of things I wanted to do in LA and then see if it was where singles go and then if it was I would go and if I didn't meet anyone it's like okay well I got to see that movie or I got to go to that concert or I got to do this so if music is your love yeah. is it okay to go to those bars where live me, music is playing the country western um concerts most women go by themselves they've done a study on that and they met a lot of guys that way and a lot of guys go by themselves so I don't know what's with country but more than rock with summer upon us friends hair is going to be even more important yes we've got humidity we've got sun we've got all kinds of things and sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair everyone's hair is so different and there's no one size fits all solution that's why i love way they have different shampoos depending on your hair type want volume find hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need if you need some moisture and a little extra bounce find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. (laughs) See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's the way.com. T H E O U A I.com. Use the code Hill Squad. Your hair deserves it. Fuck. They'll go out by themselves. It's very interesting. interesting. You know, like Coachella. You know, like uh, what's the other one? The stagecoach. Stagecoach. A lot of people go by themselves to stagecoach. And so the thing, the thing that it is, is it's work. 
This is not going to show up at your door, Cinderella and the prince are dead. You have to take responsibility whether you're 18 or 80. And I don't want to hear you're too old. My mother was married three times, and I think the third one was in her late 50s. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to hear your stories. Yeah. I only want to hear your solutions. Okay? So if this doesn't work, try this. If one app doesn't work, go to another app. Okay? If one city doesn't work, you know how many people move for love because the city's not working? It's okay to move for love. We want to be happy. Our job's not going to keep you warm at night. Yeah. You don't have, like, what is this career driven, you know, like, I'm driven? Driven to what? To be alone for the rest of your life? Because you know, you've been sick. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't have your hubby, Do you think you'd still be here? Everybody needs that person that's a soft place to fall, as Dr. Phil would say, Um, because we need the love and comfort. That's what's going to sustain you when you get older and you get into your old age and your body doesn't work. So it's not going to be your job. That's usually what I'm telling people who come to me and say they're going to divorce their wife or their Mm, husband. Better think about that. I'm always like, okay, let's just talk this through for a second. This person loves you Mm -hmm. and is your ride or die and is amazing. Correct. And yes, there might be a few things you feel like you're missing that like hot, crazy sex life that only really happens in the first year or two, whatever. Right. I mean, there are exceptions, of course, but and there are ebbs and flows to it, of course. But I'm like, you're having like a midlife crisis and you want to just go F hot girls. Great. Where are they going to be in 10 years when you're sick and you're you're in in a wheelchair? Where mm-hmm. your ride or die would have been right next to you and would have cocooned you and loved you. And the you. emotional connection that you've built this history with this person, you can be yourself. Yeah. Do you think you can be yourself with a supermodel? It's not easy. It's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. People's ideas and expectations because of media are out of whack. That's the Cinderella effect, though, I mm-hmm. think, is is people watch movies and think that it's supposed to happen exactly like that. Everything's supposed to be or perfect. Or there's that one person in your group that doesn't shut up and how great their sex life is, and probably they're not having any sex at all, and they just like to talk about it because they know they're not having sex. You know how many people I hear the story like, oh, we're, we're getting a divorce now, and I'm like, wait a second, three weeks ago you are telling me how you had the greatest sex than you, you ever had, and yeah. you know you can't keep your hands off, and now you're getting a divorce? It's interesting. And, you know, Steph was saying earlier, she's like, you know, my parents are such great role models for me. She's like, and you and Kevin, you guys are perfect. I'm like, no, we're not perfect. I don't want anyone to ever think that we're perfect because we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But, but here's the thing. If you have the basis of I have your back, the friendship factor, mm-hmm. things you like to do in common and you have chemistry, call it a day, sweet cheeks. That's all you're getting. Yeah. When you get to this, like, I have to have this 100 thing list. I'm like, dude. Seriously, yeah, you're you're delusional. I think yeah. that's where it really gets to be really difficult. Is is there a list of, you yeah. know? I mean, we all have the one thing in the last three, four, five relationships that we did, and we're not going to do again. That's the learning curve. But usually, it's a very you know, it's not something minor. It's a big thing. Like Mm -hmm. I want kids and he didn't, or, you know, I paid all the bills and he didn't have any money and he had no ambition. Like there's something major that is okay. My friend just broke up with his boyfriend and sex was gone. And I said, did you try talking to him? He goes for the last year and a half, I wanted to go to therapy. I wanted him to work on himself and it's, it's the spark's gone and he won't have sex. And I became his father. And I said, okay, well then you have to go. And he's like, but he doesn't want me to leave. I'm like, no, you're not daddy. You know, my mother says that when the sex, sex is not the most important thing, but when it's gone, it's the elephant in the room that you can't get back. So that's a whole other, you know, ball game. You have to have comfort, cuddling, loving, touching, stroking. Yeah. You know? So when you're going on a first date. Correct. Mm Mm-hmm. What are the do's and don'ts? Well, don't talk about your ex. 
Because that neutralizes the sex and you go right into the friend zone. And it, it's not Ooh, even the friend. I never f- heard that. Yeah, because it doesn't make the other person feel special. So don't brag about your conquests. Don't talk about how horrible your ex was, especially if you're married and you took all your money. You know what I mean? Don't do that. Um, another thing is don't get political in this climate. Oof. You know, keep that at the door. I mean, I've seen more relationships break up on a first date because of what's going on in politics because they're like, I'm a Republican and he's a Democrat. And blah, blah, blah. Whatever. It's bad. Uh, the other thing is... Well, re- if they're that um, that bold and that... Um, Heated. Believing yeah. of their side, they probably shouldn't be together anyway they right sh- now. Yeah, but they don't know. <laughs> like they go, they go on an app date and they don't know anything about it because yeah. there's no information on these sites. Um, religion. Now, religion is a major deal breaker. So I wouldn't... If you're really born again, don't date the Jewish girl on J-Date. Like, in other words, like, you really need to tell that at the top of the hour. And so that's where the screening comes in on the phone. Most people don't have a phone call. Now, women can't fall in love and they hear until they hear a man's voice. That's how they feel. They are driven to hear the clear audience of a man to know whether or not they have any zhuzh downstairs. Men are driven by their eyes. So if you women don't get on a phone call to know, they get an intuitive sense, yay or nay to go, Okay, they're now ruining their filtration system and they're wasting their time. So you advise if you're doing an app or if you're getting set up to have a phone call before. Yeah. Do not do the text. I'll meet you now. Now you got to hear this person's voice. There's some crazies out there and you'll know it when you hear his voice. Wow. And I also recommend Ubering to the date or lifting to the date. Uh, for protection reasons, like I've seen guys that are a little stalkery, crazy, dr- drunk, follow the girl to the parking lot. And I always want you guys protected and safe dating. You know, there's stranger danger and there's date danger. Yeah. Gone are the days where the guy picks you up. You can't do that. on. But on, even on, on, then, yeah. it's still awkward to get in a stranger's car. No, you can only do I mean, the you Uber can stranger, only, too. You but. can only do it if you've met this person and you know there's some kind of spark there. Yeah. You can't do it the other way. Steven, Steph, what do you guys think about the call? I really like that. I prefer getting on a call. I haven't gone on a first date, so I wouldn't. I But I think if I did, I would do that. I'm also big on, I never used to like this, but now I'm big on this. For, for dating online, drink dates only. Um, I used to say, you know, like dinner, but not when you're first meeting someone for the first time. Dinner is a second date on an online date because you don't want to waste time. If you don't like him mm-hmm. or her, you want to get the hell out of there. Yeah. So why waste it? Steven? I think the phone calls my preference, but I've noticed that a lot of people don't like talking on the phone. In this generation, people just do not like... Don't date that person. Yeah, because I... That's you, a weeding out factor, though. That's a good point. Yeah, because it's like, you can tell a lot from their voice, but for me, it's... If somebody can't conversate, like actually have a conversation with you on the phone, mm-hmm. then you know that they're just thinking about everything they're saying on the app, and that in person, there's going to be no chemistry. First of all, a lot of people are great writers. Great writers, and they're terrible talkers, and you don't want a terrible talker, so there you go. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's also something that I would have overlooked because we are in a text and kind of digital age where... I don't care if you're a millennial. I don't care if you're 16. I'm telling you right now, if you don't hear that person's voice as a female, you will not connect. So men have to realize they're losing this woman falling in love with them. Because she has to hear you to But you'll fall in hear love. them on the date. You won't he- yeah, but you understand. You don't want to waste time. You yeah. can you you're filtering. Yeah. You, you look, how many times a week can you date? Yeah. Right? True. It's very expensive yeah. if you're the man, right? That might be if you could right. do once a week, it would be fifty two 
right. 52 and, a year. And how much time do we have now yeah. to date? We don't, we're way more busy than we were like, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. So the truth of the matter is, <clears throat> excuse me, the truth of the matter is it's that you want to weed out the looky loos that are not your compatible mate. Yeah. I, I would know right off the bat after a few minutes on the conversation, me too. two seconds, I would like know. whether this person is somebody that I could ever click with. So I think that's a really good point now, and really good advice. Now, if you really want to screen fast, it's the FaceTime date. A oh, yeah. FaceTime date? And there are lights you can buy online to make you look really pretty that are better than your app. Wait. And they're all over Amazon. People are doing FaceTime dates? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Because we want to know what we're getting. Because everybody's lying on the pictures. You know, they're a lot yeah. older, younger, weight's off, age is off, everything. So if you suggest a FaceTime date, that's I okay. I think FaceTime dates are great because it cuts the fat. Yeah. Well, hey, you grab a glass of wine. I'll grab a glass of wine. Let's, Let's have, have a, a FaceTime chat. date. Correct. <gasps> How do you make those happen? You say to them, I prefer to FaceTime. And then say, I've been burned online before and I'd love to FaceTime with you. Can we set an appointment? Yeah. Real simple. I do it at work. Don't you do it at work? Sometimes you have to FaceTime somebody. For I FaceTime for everything. For, for business. Um, and so... When you do it in business, because you want to see something. I might have to see something on set on one of my movie sets or whatever, right, when I'm producing. So why not do it for dating? Yeah. Now, in the olden days, when I worked at Great Expectations, we used to have videos. And the girl, the people that didn't get dates were the video people. And the people who were just in the book with the pictures got dates because they could look all fakey yep. pretty. But you can't fake video. You can't sustain you can't, it. You can't fake the way you look, the lighting, you're heavy. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. You're skinny, you're whatever. You can't fake it. Body language. It's all true. That's yeah. exactly. Nonverbal cues, 90%. Is body language. I love the idea of FaceTime dating because I FaceTime for all of my business appointments. I'd ra- I want to see someone. Apple, I'm expecting a lot of money for this, by the way. I think that's really, Skype, really good. Or Skype. If you're doing international, you do Skype or Zoom, mm-hmm. right? So international Skype and Zoom dating. I mean, everyone's doing it for sexting. Why not do yeah. it for that? Well, I think it just is great because if somebody doesn't want to, then mm-hmm. there's a reason. And if they if they're down, it's like we're both trying to find out whether this is a waste. Like we're all just why trying to find wanna, love. My whole thing is why waste time? Yeah. Who has time to waste? Nobody. I mean, I'm like on the clock New Yorker style. I have no time to like fill my day up with like, you know, people that are not my compatible uh, tribe. How many FaceTime dates have you had? I've only had two so far. 
and this is like a new idea yeah well no because i i wasn't dating for i took it like a year off i wasn't dating and i just started getting back into it so i'm just tiptoeing i've had two one i didn't like and one i liked and went on a date with but he didn't live here i was me i keep meeting uh people that don't live in la it's like really strange lately they're all like coming through for business but they don't live locally interesting yeah we're having a hard time finding the local men so if you're of a certain age like over 40 and successful and handsome please raise your hand i know a lot of good ones are in the valley though Really? Valley guys are really great, by the way. They're really awesome. Hey. SUV, like, yeah. SUV Valley, Calabasas, Encino, yeah. whatever, Sherman Oaks. Those guys are great because they're grounded. Yeah. They're not affected by the Hollywood scene. It's so interesting. Okay. FaceTime dating, mm-hmm. no going in packs as women. Yeah. Making sure you talk to them on the phone first. We, and also you can do, I will let you do a subtle, not a deep dive on social media. I will let you check his, his instant out most straight guys don't have instagram so i'm gonna let you know that right now most uh, straight guys don't have instagram no they don't there's not a lot of straight guys on instagram a lot of gay ones they're fabulous and we all want to date them but they're taken to the wrong side <laughs> of the street but there's not a lot of straight guys no guys don't really think about stuff like that linkedin yes you can check his linkedin you can check his facebook if he still has one um and you can check like does he work say where he works you know, does he live where he lives? And Spokio.com is an excellent background check. Spokio? Spoke, I'm not, I don't get any money for this. So Spokio, S-P-O-K-E-O.com is where we use for my company a little background checking to make sure he's legit. He's you not making it up. You should just call them up and tell them you're a fan of their company and get a, an endorsement Spokio, deal Spokio, can them. you give me an endorsement deal? Um, anyway, so they have a great background system it's it's the best you're going to get online how much does it cost it's not that much money but it's the best you're going to get yeah it's the best you're going to get online like like you know to go a true deep dive you need a private investor yeah and it basically tells you he lives here this was his last residence he is the sage this is his birthday you know all the basics you need to know yes yeah, so you don't get do you remember that show on bravo which one um oh gosh um the beautiful redhead was in it um southern charm no it was a it was a true story about the guy dirty john yes oh yeah that's a true story dirty john that's a true well she went on 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 a match.com site yes yeah okay and she got you know she got connected with a fake doctor she also gave money to a guy like in five seconds and and when she found out that he didn't work at the hospital as a doctor he was barely an orderly she still kept dating because she was already in love though oh please she was already attached she got an orgasm for six seconds and then she thought he was the one but this is this is the thing if you were to do a background check you would have known no, that he did not work there and that he was in jail. He's yeah. in jail all those years. So most people don't do that. But if I you, would, but he, if you are like your high profile too, high profile, people do it. People in a, who are divorced with kids do it. Um, you know, they want to make sure they're not going to repeat the offenses of their ex. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize it's a safety measure. It's a safety measure. Oh my God, for sure. Yeah, the like, world is crazier than ever. And worse, getting worse by the minute with the phones. So if that's the secret sauce, you know, you want to know whether he's real. Yeah. If this is somebody you're getting serious with, I a billion percent it can advocate be even, for it. It can even Spokio, before the first date. It's, it can be even before the first date to let you know whether you should get out of the house. Look, if I got to yeah. get my hair done, my makeup done, my nails done, I got to spend bucks on my outfit. Mm-hmm. I want to know that he's worth the investment. Otherwise, yeah. I ain't. I ain't getting out of the house for nobody. That's why FaceTime dating is really great because it's cheap. Does Spokio include anything regarding credit? Because of no, big- they you're, you're not allowed to do credit checks 
um, unless there's permission from the other side or money in the bank account. You can't do that. But you can, you can see if he owns homes and things like that. So where is the best place to have your first date? Where there's meat, there's men. Where there's meat, there is men. A steakhouse? Yeah. True. First date. First date cocktails at a steakhouse. Is okay, really but like your first major date yeah, is you know, like... A- I mean, like, he's going to probably say, here's the thing. If the guy's asking you out, okay, and you're, you want to feel safe, you want to pick a place in your neighborhood that's close to your house. Okay. So, so you want to do that. If, you wanna, if you're looking for men where there's meat, there's men. But if you're going on a date and somebody's saying, hey, where should we go? And you say, well, there, you know, there's, I don't know if you know my neighborhood, but there's some cute little places by the beach or by here or by the water, blah, blah, blah. So you, know, you feel safe. Yeah. You tell, and you know that maitre d' knows you and is looking out for you and stuff like that. You're a regular probably at one of those restaurants or bars. Yeah. yeah. You want to you be close to home. And, and if just he make can't, sure he doesn't and follow it, you and home. It, and if he can't like drive from Orange County to L.A. or you know, New York to New Jersey, wherever you live, then he's not your guy. That guy really? needs to come to you because that's a sign that he will take care of you in the relationship. He'll protect and provide. Yeah. And if he doesn't do that, he's a narcissist. Yes. Correct. And if he's making you go halfway or come to him, do not do it. You're going to end up doing a lot of work in that relationship. Wow. Mm-hmm. Even off the bat where Stephen is like, do I know if I want to invest my time in her? Look, so the guys I, have to put out no matter what. Guy has to drive to you. End of story. What do you think of that, Stephen? I think that's fine but like meeting halfway i don't necessarily agree on what what's the what's the logic behind meeting halfway okay are you are you same sex or opposite are you dating same sex or are you dating opposite opposite okay uh you are not showing your alpha in you you're beta because if you come to meet a woman in her hood you're sweeping her off her feet honey and if you're not doing that that's why you're not getting arrested in this town this is la baby we don't play we don't play Ooh, drop the mic. That's right. Steven? Now, if I'm, you're same sex, you can do that. It's I mean, a different story. The, it's the it's different quite, rules for different things. What I'm more curious about is uh, usually it's them who's suggesting that. Like, I'll be like, oh, what part of town you're in? And like, oh, cool, I'm in Encino. And they'll be like. That might be they want to try a place that you're going to take them out to. Got so it. that okay. could be like, oh, I want to go to West Hollywood and try this new bar, blah, blah, blah. They're 12, you know? We're talking about women of a certain age who are like over 30. They're like, dude, if you ain't flying to me, I ain't interested. Oh, I get that. We're not talking about millennials here. Millennials will go anywhere for an experience. They're kind so, of dumb. They, 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 by the way, they are the dumbest daters alive. <laughs> and sorry, but I'm going to kill you on this, but you are stupid, stupid, stupid. Wow. Yeah. And this is because? Because they are not allowing the man to rise to the occasion of the alpha romantic, you know, wooer. They're and not. Then, and then They're that's... making it like 50-50, like we're in the Netherlands. Let's go Dutch kind okay, of crap. Okay, so, so what you're saying, I believe, is that there's a... Uh, a, a layout that needs to happen, a foundation that needs to be set to be treated the way you want to be treated later because the from mi- the beginning. Because if you pull the switch later and say, well, you don't do this for me. He never did in the beginning. You allowed him to slip and slide. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Well, this is the confusing part, right? It's all about equality and everything should be equal. Okay, it's, look, here's the thing. We want to be equal at the paycheck when we go to the job that's what we want to be equal on but we still want to be wooed and romanced women so i don't believe in that feminist crap shit because the truth of the matter is i want my car door open i want you to make a reservation i want you to you know plan the vacation i want you to woo me you want to get inside this golden goose you better woo me (laughs) 
Okay. And women are saying that whether they're 18 or 80, but no one is practicing it, what I preach, and that's why they're in this hiccup that they're in. Like, who's the male and who's the female here? It's like they switch places. Steph, as my resident female millennial, what do you say to all of this? I've been going back and forth with this because I am, I do identify as a feminist and I do, but I agree a lot of it has to do with paycheck inequality, but my last relationship, I've been trying to think about where things kind I what things I hated and that might've been one of it. We approached everything with pure equality from the beginning and that was dates and that was splitting everything. That's not romantic. And then at the end of it. That doesn't make you feel special. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's definitely I need to address what I don't like and like about that, because I think what you're saying does have truth to it for sure. We're not getting courted. We want to be courted, even if it's not 1955. We still want to be courted. Now, that's not to say that we're not going to plan fun things for the guy or do special things and surprise you and cook great meals and do all the fun stuff we do. But the way it's working right now is it's very neutralized. They're like, robots dating yeah and that's not going to help them in the long run what's going to happen when they turn 30 and 35 and they want to have kids nothing's working you can't change the biology okay but we can change the way we treat each other steven as the male millennial (laughs) what are your thoughts (laughs) as the male millennial uh i mean i agree with it i i i'm kind of a fan of traditional gender roles in terms of like dating and stuff like that obviously equality is is big for me too but in terms of like you know i i was raised as i should be the provider now that doesn't mean that e- that each person shouldn't have their own career and lifestyle well that's like, not going to work anymore because of the way the money in the economy is you're going to both have yeah, to do it together it takes yeah. three incomes to make it now seriously but for me that's like a big driving force for me is like I need to get to a certain point of my personal success because I want to be in a position where I can be the provider, whether that's for my partner, whether that's for my family that's or my really extended nice. family. That's nice. But like for, for, for dating, it's like you, I've found that people get sometimes weirded out by the traditional, like romantic things. Like the gestures, like opening the door for you. I've, I've had people laugh at me. Laugh okay. At my but face. that see, that's okay. So this is what I'm going to try to tell you. The girl that laughs at you is not your girl. The girl that puts you down for opening the car door or saying, excuse me, waiter, my girlfriend over here needs her Diet Coke filled is an asshole. So you need to stay away from those women. And those women are never going to get arrested. They're not. They they don't have any self-esteem and they don't love themselves. Kevin still opens my door 21 years later. Every ex-boyfriend I've ever had to my fiance opened my car door you know, whether they paid the valet or they uh, walked me home and made sure I got home safe. Like mm-hmm. stupid little things that are free go a really long way. And if a girl's going to make fun of a man like that, okay, she doesn't deserve to be dating. Well, like that's the, I feel like that's the bare minimum, right? You do the things like that. You pay for the date, right? right? You open the car door. Right, you pick beautiful. them up if you can. But those are the bare minimum. So like what are the, what are the things that everyone tries to create this weird rule set around, right? So as a guy dating in LA, it's really weird because everything every year changes, it seems, because everyone's giving different advice, right? So it's like- I have not changed my advice since the beginning I started, and Maria knows me a long time. Mm -hmm. I have stayed true to this street because what's happening is it's, it's getting further. Your, your, your generation is getting further and further apart. You're disconnected, not connected. So what is, what is the age-old answer of, like- there's two questions that everyone always asks and everyone gives a different answer. Do you kiss on the first date? And how long after the date before you reach out? 
Okay, so first, kissing on the date is, is if you feel it. If you feel it. Um, you'll know whether she's connected to you to want to kiss. If you can't do that, we need to go back to the basics, okay? And, you can, and everybody's a different um, read. If you're really having a great time, the cocktails are flowing, and you feel connected, go for it. Because you'll know whether or not you want to go on a second date. Because if the kiss is off, especially to a woman, like I don't know about you, but I know me, if the kiss is off, I ain't giving a second date. Okay? So you got to make sure that kiss is really good. You got your A game on, and she really wants it. Now, how soon do you reach out? You can reach out that night, the next date. The best guy, and this is statistics, who gets the girl in the end has asked out. On the, on the date they're on for the next date. I like that. Saying, hey, listen, I'm having a great time. I really want to go out uh, with you again. Are you free next Thursday for dinner? And if so she game said, free. And if she says, if she, so she says, you know what? Thursday's not good, but what about Wednesday? That means she's interested. If she says Thursday's great, she's interested. If she says, oh, I don't know my schedule. Oh, oh, oh. She's got doubts, which you don't want. And it'll give you know, and it'll give you a window to know. Hey, I'm not wasting my time now. Let's get this date over with. Yeah. So the rules, the rules really don't exist in the way that people no. like to say they do. Well, they do subtly. Now, what happens is, is you have to stop taking your cues from the women and take your cues from you. You want a certain type of woman who's going to appreciate your romantic courtship gestures and gives you clues whether or not she's into you or not. So if you keep looking at these girls who are, ugh, I don't even know what to call them, okay, millennial idiots, okay, then, you, then you're getting the wrong cues. You've got to look at your own cues. Look at yourself. How do you feel? Who do you like? What do you want? Yeah, you can't just conform to everybody else because you're, you're not getting the response you want. You just haven't found the right person. There's a really good story. Um, I have a 20-something-year-old client, and I'm, I'm, I do a lot of date coaching and relationship counseling like for the young ones. They don't come in to buy the service. They come in to buy my, my wisdom. And I had this one guy who's not the best-looking guy, but he definitely has a personality with a lot of money. And he said, you know, I'm going through this experience where women just don't appreciate me. And I said, okay, we're going to stop doing that, and we're only going to pick the women that appreciate you. He's like, but I may not be attracted to them. And I said, no, you'll be attracted to at least one. So I gave him a homework assignment. He's in New York City, and he's going to event after event. He finds this girl. She's not a perfect girl. She's like a seven on a scale from one to ten. And she couldn't stop saying, thank you. Please, uh, you are the best date I've ever had. I'm having so much fun. By the third date, they were madly in love. And he goes, what just happened? And I said, well, A, you wanted to sleep with her. Because, you know, a guy scans a girl and goes, I could do her, right? Mm -hmm. You know? And the second thing is she was so appreciated for the smallest little gesture. Like, t like he brought her a rose on the second date. She, like, couldn't stop talking about it. And he had not had any love. Um, nobody filled up his love tank. It was never reciprocated. It was never reciprocated. Yeah. And so when the reciprocation came in. It doesn't in, matter what she, she, she looked like necessarily. Seven, she went from a seven to a 10 and now they're mm -hmm. like dating. You know what I mean? And I said, once you really looked at what your net worth is, then water seeks its own level. And that's what really happened. I love that. And, you, and he's not doing that yeah. at all. You're psychic in crime. He's not doing that. So you care about what are the rules and what does everybody think? No. How do I do this right? You only need one. One and done. You're not looking for 20. So just do look for the one that's compatible to you. 
not compatible to the bullshit yeah, that's going on in the universe. Do you suggest people write a list of what they're looking for? Five non-negotiables, only five. You have two physical quirks and five non-negotiables. Two physical quirks is like, I like hair and height. You know, I like them to be blonde and petite, whatever you're looking for. Um, and then the five are the serious ones. Like, I want to get married. You know, I want kids. Like, you can't really, I, I'm Jewish and I want a Jewish girl. Like, you can't make five, like, ridiculous stuff. It has to be real serious stuff. And then okay. you're done. Anything more than that is greedy. And then you focus on that list and look at you don't de- everybody through that? You don't deviate that? from it. If she, um, if she doesn't, like, I had some client recently that said, like, I can't date another unemployed girl. Like, oh, they stopped dating the models. And so he goes, but I said, no, no, no more models, no more unemployed girls. Let's put that on the list. And so he took that off the list. And now he's dating only professional women who have money, who are together. And his life has been 10 times better since. And he he doesn't deviate. And when he sees the supermodel who doesn't have a job tomorrow, he runs the other way. And it's changed his life dramatically. he He ended up dating two girls. He's actually dating two girls right now as we speak. And he's debating which one is going to be the girlfriend because he likes them both. That's his biggest problem. Wow. Yeah. I think that's a really, another interesting point is, you know, you think you want something, but you don't realize all the other things are not there. The maintenance. Right. And so then when you go for the the majority of the things you want and maybe she or he isn't a hundred percent physically what you were looking for, you're going to fall in love with them and they're going to become what you want them to be. You have to, I like that. You have to take a feel check. A feel check is where you take your feelings into account, male, female, straight, gay, it doesn't matter. And you basically go, how do I feel with this person? Does this person make me feel, you know, I'm on top of the world? Do I look forward to seeing that person? Do I have fun with that person? Would that person have my back if I got sick or I was in trouble? Would they come to the jail and bail me out? Like, you have to do that. Most people yeah. do not do that. It's like, oh, yeah, it's all about sex and fun. But that doesn't last. Yeah, it's not always. I mean, you, you know, life throws curveballs in. You could lose your job tomorrow. You could get sick. And if you don't have that person that has your back, you're, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, you need your ride or die. Ride or die. Exactly. What about when you're in a relationship mm-hmm. and you don't see, I have so many friends and I just hear the constant excuses. He's just not that kind of guy. Or he's just not this. He's just not that. He just doesn't like to call. He just doesn't like. And I'm like, he doesn't want to be with we have, you. I have a good story I can't say on air about your best friend. We'll talk about that afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's because you have low self-esteem for yourself. Yeah. So you're not making your boundaries. And it's very, you have to be a boundaries girl because they will take advantage of you. If you That's say, your next book, How you, to Be a Boundaries right, Girl. If you can you say, do that? I can do that. How to Be a Boundaries Girl. Okay. You're I think gonna, that's you're such a great idea. With me. So here's the thing that you have to realize. If you say to a guy, you know, I love it. First, you start with a compliment. I love it when you call me. I just love it. I love it when you ask me out and call me and we have a little chit chat. It doesn't have to be long. I just love it. And I just, ugh, it just makes me feel so sexy and I can't wait to see you. What's he going to do? He's going to call you, right? Mm-hmm. If you, but if you say, oh, it's okay. He's just a texter. And you never speak up, which is what most people do. Mm-hmm. They don't negotiate. They don't speak up. They don't communicate. Okay. And then he gets away with it. Now he's got a habit, which will never go away. He'll always be a texter. Because you didn't say to him, I don't really like texting. I prefer a call. But the way you do it is with a compliment. Mm-hmm. And then he knows the reward is he's going to get nookie. Yeah. So it's so stupid. So 
it's like if you just keep giving excuses to men, they're gonna, you know, give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Well, what I always say to people, I'm like, if it, if it's right, it's you're gonna know. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be constantly asking your worried. friends. You don't want to be in the questioning. Worry zone. Yeah, yeah, and worried, and then Anxiety. this person's only calling you and asking you to meet them at 11 p.m. Oh my god, that's a booty call. So, but if you, but if you how do they not know though? Because they want. They get an endorphin dopamine rush when they are getting the quick fix sex and sneaking around. And it sounds fun at first at 11 o'clock at night. Like, ooh, you know, like he was working all day. He only had time at 11. Yeah, he has kids. So uh, he's with his kids uh, all day. Please give me a violin right now. I hear all the so stories. So I'm like, okay, you're an idiot. And you're going to be, I have, I know someone who's dating someone that I know for four years and it's supposed to be just chillax. They practically live together and he won't allow her to put pictures on Instagram. Well, duh. And so I said, you know, this is ridiculous. You don't have a serious relationship here. Oh, yeah, but that's just the way he's really private. I'm like, oh, please. So she's not allowed to put a picture up. He hasn't put one up. And they've been going up four years. Yeah. Four years. And, and he hasn't proposed. And she wants to get married and have babies. Because well, he's having so many other people on the side. He's doing something. Yeah. But the point I'm making is like, how do you not know that? And then her years are going, she's going to be 39. It's going to get harder to get a kid now yeah. and like harder to find a marriage partner. And I just said, what are you wasting time? Stop with the time wasters. They're not making you their number one priority. Get rid of them. End of the story. Because you make them the priority. Why shouldn't they make you the priority? Totally. Okay. 100%. That's a real relationship. You clearly don't know what a relationship is if, well, if you're doing that. What is what does a real relationship look, feel, and sound like? Exactly. A real relation is someone who checks in on a regular basis, asks you out, making plans for the future, meets their family and friends, okay, goes to the proper occasions. I have one friend who the boyfriend doesn't take him Christmas, and he's not married enough kids. She, he goes off with his family, and she goes off with hers, and they're dating two years. I was like, are you guys nuts? Holidays are a pride. Then one day he came and said, I didn't know that holidays are important to you. It's Christmas. What are you going to do on Valentine's Day? Like, it was, like, ridiculous. So if they're not doing those and things, that's the time that's you want to be together the most. You have downtime. If that's not, a, if, if that's not uh, a relationship, why are you in it? Because there's nobody else. I'd rather be alone than be in a relationship like that and wait for the right one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's not going to get you anywhere. And so they're wasting time. You have time wasters out there who will waste your time, by I the way. I think the other big thing you just said is if you're in a constant state of worry. Anxiety. Yeah. And Dating anxiety. If you think about it, they're not making you feel secure in your situation. They're not making you feel special. They're not making you feel loved. And no amount of Why antidepressant your time? and no amount of antidepressants is going to take that away from you. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, that means no. When in doubt, as Oprah says, means no, yeah. no. They're saying this will only go as far as this yeah. will go. And now they're just using you for whatever they can because get. Because people like familiarity. The brain, you know this about the brain from the biohacking and all this stuff. The brain is likes what's familiar. So that's why we go back to the same person, even though they look different, under the hood of the car, they're the same person we dated before, 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 before. Because the brain is programmed to go with what's familiar. And familiar can be abuse. Familiar can be abuse. We're learning in the Weinstein trial right now that the people that got raped kept going back to him. And the, and the therapists are saying, of course they did. Of course they did. They are now getting abused over and over again, and they're continually going back. They said, why would they go back? They said they, the reason they would go back is because the brain likes what's familiar. 
it's very simple. Yeah. And we have to change the brain in order to change how people treat us. And that means saying no, putting boundaries up, and saying, I'm not going past this point if you don't give me X. And that's negotiations. Good lawyers know how to do that in court. I want to negotiate these terms in order to have a relationship. You can't give me a Saturday night at 8 o'clock instead of a Monday at 11. We're not going out. Yeah. Boundaries, girl. Boundaries, girl. Here are my boundaries. Here are my five non-negotiables. Here are my two physicals. I like this. Men will marry a boundaries girl faster than you've ever heard it before, okay? Then they'll marry a loosey-goosey. Yeah. It's really true. I don't care how hot you are and how much money you have and how much fame you have. They'll marry the boundaries girl who says, I'm not into, I don't need this. What do I need this for? That's more attractive to a man than saying, come on in, the water's fine. <laughs> Seriously. Um, how long after a relationship, you know, maybe a semi-long to a long relationship that's ended, how long after should you start dating? Do you need a period of you like know, detoxing? There's, everybody's different. I have 90-day detox and become your own matchmaker in my book. So I would say 90 days, but everyone's different. I had a recent friend who goes from one to the next, to the next. And I said, okay, maybe it's time to take a break in between. And she ended up meeting her husband on the last go around. So sometimes every relationship that ends, and if you learn the lesson quick enough, it depends how fast you learn the lesson, you'll get rewarded on the next one. Mm-hmm. So I can't say it's one size fits all yeah. because it really is like everyone's a snowflake. No two are alike. And, and what is the best way to approach someone. For example, you said, mm-hmm. if you're a guy, go to a yoga class. Right. If I'm at a yoga class and I'm all sweaty, I don't know if I want a guy approaching oh, me. Oh, let me tell you something. When they say you look beautiful and you're glowing from your sweat, <laughs> okay, and it's hot <laughs> yoga, I'm talking serious hot sexy You're right. Yoga. I would be like, really? What? And you and like when a guy right. when a guy says like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And you're like, I look like this. And he's like, honey, like my ex would be like, I like it better when you don't wear makeup. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, right. He's like, no, I'm serious. I like it better when you don't wear makeup. So men, what men see... Kevin says the same thing. Yeah, what men see is not what women see about Mm -hmm. themselves, you know? Um, It's like, what the bleep do you know kind of thing. We have an idea of the way we should look, and they have a whole other idea. Yeah. Yeah. So so a guy... At a yoga class, Stephen for let's let's use Stephen and Stephanie. Okay. Stephen wants to pick up a girl at a yoga class. What's right. his best move? Well, I mean, he'll wait to go to the, she'll go to the water cooler or the class is over, or you know, he's smiling. The, the key with uh, connection is smiling and signaling. Mm-hmm. So the woman signals by smiling, and then the guy smiles back, and then they keep looking at each other, and then eventually the man should approach, whether it's the grocery store, gas station, whatever. But a lot of times, men are like hanging back, like in Britain. All the men hung back. They didn't approach me at all. They just stared and smiled at me. And I was like, what's going on? And then all my girlfriends are like, oh, yeah, men don't approach in Britain. The women approach the men. So then I have a really famous actor friend who's like a big deal at Netflix. And he's dropped a gorgeous 32 British star of a series. And I, and, I, and I was helping him with date coaching. And I said, so what happens when you go to Soho House? Does anybody hit on you? He goes, well, you know, I, I don't approach anyone. I go, you're on the carpet. You're with all the A-list actresses. You could have any of them. He's gorgeous. He says, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. I said, was this a British thing? And he goes, yeah, we're taught it's disrespectful to approach. Someone must introduce you. So that's wow. another thing. So if a man goes up to a woman in L.A. and asks her out, oh, my God, the Red Sea is going to part. She's going to jump totally. all over you because nobody is approaching anybody. Yeah. You know, it's terrible. You'll get that more in New York than you will in L.A. 
because it's more alpha driven yeah. and they're Wall Street. You know, they're ruled by the town. Where here it's total left brain and they're all creative and they're all like, you chase me, you ask me out. Why do you think Bumble was created? You know, like, you ask me out. Yeah. All those men love it when the women ask them out. So if he does that, goes to the water cooler, mm -hmm. maybe he talks to the yoga instructor and said, do you know so-and-so, you know, and ask for an introduction. You can do it in many different ways. Um, he can actually um, uh, put his mat next to her the next time. Yeah. You know, there was, um, I think it was at a Tony, Se Tony Robbins seminar where he said, if you mimic the behavior of the person that you want to speak with, That's there's true. like an energy that gets connected. If you like lean on the same leg or you do. I think Barbara DeAngelis talked about that. She used to say, there's a famous, or is a famous book, kind of make a man fall in love with you. I don't know if that was her book, but um, you'd wear the same clothing. Mm. If he was in jeans and boots, you'd be in jeans and boots. Yeah. And if you notice couples, as they start to go out, they start to wear the same type of outfits. Yeah. They merge. Okay, yeah. so now Stephanie is at a Lakers game. She okay. sees a hot guy. This is okay. So she's got a signal and smile. She goes to the bar at halftime, or gets her pizza, or she goes like you know uh, walks around as a lap or two, and she signals and smiles. And they have to come over to her. It's harder for women because women are probably better communicators and would do better at picking up a man. But then they're considered like, if hey, you picked me up, you want sex. It's a mental program like that. Mm -hmm. So it's better for her to signal and smile and let him do the talking. He who speaks first is male. Unless you're in a business situation. He who speaks, speaks first, first is, is male. male. So that is the person that should be asking you out. He who speaks first who has the penis, so to speak, as they like to say. So, or the alpha. Yeah, yeah, the alpha. So and unless you're in a business situation where you got to ask for the time or you got to directions or a different kind of situation where it then it develops into, ooh, she's hot, he's hot. But in this case, while she's doing her laps around Staples or going to the bar, you know, or going on, you know, the second level where they, you know, get the, the room, the, the rooms are and they mm -hmm. get the pastries and all that stuff. Um, she can do that. She can have, you know, walk around like that. Yeah. Got it. The restaurant. Steph, what would your move be if you saw a guy that you thought was cute? I do the like the eye thing. I yeah. try to flip get, the hair. Yeah, yeah, the eye contact. I'll yeah, I'll do a little flip. I this actually is so funny. This happened to me in yoga class. What you just said, I saw a guy trying to get my attention, and then you were uh, offended. No, no, I actually wasn't because it's, well, the millennials now, Steph, she got offended. Someone tried to hit on her at work, and she was like, "Don't you dare talk to yes. me at work." She, she did, like, but, but smacked she did, him she down. Didn't, she didn't like him. Guess what? He, oh, Shelly does it to you. Only do it like the people that you know you like. Is that true, Seth? You didn't like him. I well, actually, he tried again, and I was like, "You can talk to me like offline," and he did, and I did end up going on a date with him. But I, but you didn't like him. He, yeah, I wasn't like obsessed. No, she didn't like him. But <laughs> <laughs> let's just get to the bottom line. You did not like him. But in yoga, I actually I think that it's so true. Go where women are because I always talk to my friends. I'm like I I do love a guy who goes to yoga class who is straight and actually spinning yoga. Yeah, would love um, to see it. Pilates. There's like those Pilates classes at Equinox. Um, swimming. You know, like there's so many things you can do. Now that's athletics. There's wine. Wine appreciation people. Yeah. Men love wine. They love wine. Um, there's cocktail mixer kind of things. <laughs> I've seen like, you know, on, on Eventbrite and stuff where you go and you learn how to mix cocktails. There's a lot of things that men would go to that you wouldn't think about, you know, that aren't the traditional norm. And, you know, Sierra Club, going hiking, things like that. I like that. Well, because yeah. then you meet somebody with similar passions, which right. is cool. Like, and then you have an instant connection point. Exactly. And then you're not 
your time isn't wasted because you're getting something out of it for the yeah. day. Especially if you're learning something, you're taking a class. Steven, before we go, I want to know what your pickup line is. What my pickup line? Yeah, you're at the yoga <laughs> studio. What are you doing? I I don't have pickup lines. Like literally, I just say, "Hey, I'm Steven," and then I go with whatever makes sense for that situation. Well, you can say like, "Hey, I'm Steven. I really liked your downward dog." Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't yes. say that. yeah, you can't say that, and then she's gonna flirt and, and smile because she's gonna laugh. She's gonna think like, and then she'll be like, "Is that your pickup line?" Tell the women so only to you. <laughs> Can I, I get like, can I get your number? I'd love to ask you out. A compliment you know? that's not creepy is like the way to go for me, as I think. Like if you want to initiate an, uh, a conversation or something with somebody, if I'm walking on the street and like I bump into somebody or like something makes sense to make a comment, I'm be like, "Holy crap! Like that jacket's dope! Like I dig that style!" Or like something that's like about their personal style or their aesthetic. Right. If you can say like, "I love what you're wearing," you know, "I love your dress," "I love your hair," you have the, that. Look, those are basics. Every guy should be complimenting a woman about her appearance. But the key is when you're in a social situation that, um, you know, you're with your friends, it's easier to go and talk to someone, but not at yoga class because yoga class is quiet the whole time. So you have to find your little move and motor in and it's 80% female. Yeah. So you have like cream of the crop there. If you're a decent looking guy, you're going to clean up like no tomorrow. Another thing at church church and temple are really good Mm -hmm. um on a sunday service if you're into religion that's great too anything spiritual women show up for you know i think something i think breaking me ass with something funny like oh i love your downward dog right and then just like making you laugh exactly that's really i would die if like so there's another thing um talking about staples center right before the laker clipper games the palm gets packed with men. I think they have a radio show from there. And it's like 80% male. And I'm like, why are no women here? And I'm like, do yeah. women know about this place? Like, I'm always amazed. So you don't always have to go to yeah. the sporting event. You can go to the adjacent event. That's true. Because at every in every city, there's that bar everybody goes to before the game. Exactly. And then everybody congregates. And most men are in the bar more than women. And it's me, the palm, where there's men. What would I said? So there's a lot of that going on. The other thing is uh, joining sports charities. So you don't really like going to the Clipper game. You don't like going to Lakers. You don't want to see, you know, the, the, the Chiefs. You're not into that, right? But there's charity stuff that they're affected to. So going to an event and being on the committee and helping out, you're going to meet the athletes. Yeah. You're going to meet their wives. Although, they might introduce are you. athletes really what we want to go well, for? Well, I was just talking about, <laughs> like, they're sports industry people. Kevin's the, told me forever. Chi- he goes, no athletes, no musicians, okay. if anything ever happens right. to so, me. So, like, chiropractors yeah, are involved yeah, yeah. in that. Lawyers are involved in that. Yeah. Business people, business development people. You're going to meet people connected yeah. that are to that. But I would say Silicon Valley and Wall Street are the best bets to find men. Interesting. Best bets. Yeah. Silicon Valley. Any any tech community in your community, like if you live in a different state, like, you know, like there's techs building everywhere, like, you know, Austin, California, New York, um, you're going to find 90% men, especially in wow. Silicon where it's Hoodieville. I love it. Steven's got a question. I have another question. Mm-hmm. So there's there's been times where like you feel a connection somewhere, but it's like it's, some, it's at a place where somebody's working. Okay. And you feel like... Steven, I'm taken. You keep looking at me right now. I'm taken. Right. You're Duh. not working right now, Maria. <laughs> um, like, I'm such a nerd. <laughs> let's say you go to a Starbucks yeah. and you kind of feel like there's a connection with whatever the person who's working there is, but you don't know if it's like genuine or not just because it's like a working atmosphere. What do you mean? Is she serving you Starbucks, the girl behind the counter? Yeah, like if the behind the counter, but like you see how they interact with other people, then you get in line and like 
kind of the giggles and the things like that. Okay, so the law of attraction says, um, you know, what you give out is what you get back, right? So if you were going to take like 10 Starbucks in a day and ask every girl who worked at the counter, one's going to yield results. It's like, you know, the law of averages. So you just got to take the chance. You don't risk. In order, you won't get the reward unless you risk. So it's no big deal to say, hey, listen, I think you're adorable. I'd love to take you out for dinner. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you get hit on all the time here. I'm sure you do, but I, I'm a really great guy. So What's the not- big deal? If she says no, next. Yeah, I agree with like what's the big deal. You analyze way everyone, too much, by the way. Oh, I, I overanalyze Steven? everything. What sign? Steven? What sign are you? He's what a sign? Gemini. He's oh, he's, he's like June eighth. Oh my god, and I'm May thirty first. Same, same birthday. You're as May Maria. what? June eighth. You're June eighth too. Same. Oh, I always thought you had a birthday was before me. My mom was June ninth. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, you need to stop analyzing and just risk. And the more you risk, the more you're going to learn about what works, doesn't work, who you are, who likes you, who you don't like, and the better you're going to get at your game. That's how PUAs work, you know, pickup artists. That's how their game is built. Their game is built on, on trial and error. Got it. And there's tons of PUAs out there. <laughs> you know, it's a whole business. PUA is a business. I've never heard of PUAs. Pickup artists, yeah. They're I all over the place. They, like- they're actually, what is the point of a pickup artist? Well, they, they become date coaches and relations counselors like Matthew Hussey. That's a PUA. So they're like studying. They're human researchers. Well, they had to do like, it if first for themselves, okay? And then they've made a business out of it. Yeah, there's wow. a lot of PUAs. So it, PUAs take risk and then go, like I had a friend that literally worked Whole Foods before Amazon bought it for years and got every girlfriend from Whole Foods and would just walk the aisles looking for the healthy yoga chick. That was his pickup zone and he was a PUA. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so think about that. If you don't risk... You will not get reward. Yeah. Steven, I think you learned a lot today. You are an overanalyzer just in general in life. I am such an overanalyzer. You have to get out of your head why... and into your heart. Yeah. Out of your head and into That's your heart. That's where Kevin always has such a hard time with you. He's like, you, you put the brakes on because you're putting the brakes on because you got to think all these thoughts. And se- da, 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 da. Just how, go for it. How sexual are you? In in terms of like when I first meet somebody. Steph, yeah. close your ears. I'm no, closing my eyes. Oh, but then like. Intimacy wise, very. No, how sex? So, are you sexual when you're picking up the girl? Like, do you feel the sexual zhuzh downstairs? With her or with me? No, with anybody. Like, you're you're gonna ask a girl out. Yeah. Do you feel like okay? I got this. I'm sexual. I feel really confident. It depends on the day, honestly. Your sex is the reason is you're too cerebral and your sexuality is not coming out, and that's not why. That's why nobody's coming back to you or coming after you. So get into your penis. Don't get into your brain. When Steph you get into your penis, are like secretly giggling to the side like we're little sisters and are not supposed to know all of this. Go okay. ahead. Get into your penis and not in your brain, but not like, you know, not every Harvey Weinstein penis. Like I'm talking about like get into your penis where you're like feeling the alpha anima of your sexuality and then don't analyze it and just go for the risk. So just fucking go for it is basically the title of the episode I like. Yeah, yeah I go it. for it. But you know what, Stephen? That's going to help you in your professional life too. Yeah. yeah. Because you, yeah. oh, you're, you're too, should I, shouldn't I, should I, should I, should I, should I, and they're all knocking heads and nothing's getting done. So if you start to just feel, like the reason athletes get the women is not just because they're good looking and in shape, it's because they're releasing endorphins and serotonin because they're working out all the time and they have confidence like nobody because they are, they're relaxed. They're in an alpha, a relaxed state. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about that. That's why they always get the women. It's not just because they're good looking. And they make money. And we're not talking about professional. I was talking about any athlete, like a guy who hits the gym every day. He, he has no fear getting that woman. He's relaxed. 
His dopamine's cranking. Yeah. How many times do you go to the gym? Like, you used to go like every day. Now it's like probably twice to three times a week. And what do you do? What do you work at? What are you doing? I do like simple weights after cardio. Like Simple weights after like, cardio? Uh, chest you sound and... like a girl. No, like bench press. Oh, so you're like big, like, like free, I'm, wa- I'm free not, weights? Free no, weights? Yeah, like I'm not trying to bulk, but I'm doing like, let's say like 90 pound bench press and like 60 pound curls and things how like that. How many girls do you pick up at the gym? I don't try. No, I didn't say try. I said, how many girls do you pick up the gym? Like, do you see a girl at the gym? Or do you see women at the gym that are attractive? Yes. And how many women have you approached? Maybe like two. Okay. And how long a period of time? Three years. Oh, God. God. Okay. Your homework <laughs> assignment is to ask one girl out every week at the gym. Every week. One girl. Okay. That's your homework assignment. Wow. This is so fun to watch. And maybe change your game up. Like, um... Cardio might be might making you too isolated, you know? Possibly. Do you go with a bunch of guys and lift? No, I go. It, the problem is I go usually at like midnight. I need to go in the morning. Oh, my God. Who goes? To, first of all, that's the worst time of the day to get your workout in. Did you know that? You should be on an empty stomach in the morning. I've told them this. Oh, my God. Do you not know anything about working out? And if you want to find the hot girls. She's there in it's the morning. At, it's easy there in the morning or after work. It's one of the two. But I would go in the morning if I were you. Yeah. And she's probably taking a shower on the way to work there. Mm-hmm. Steven. Just giving you a little FYI here. Steven, you're getting millions of dollars worth of Is this <laughs> coaching. Equin- Are we talking about Equinox? What gym do you go to? 24-hour. Can we switch to Equinox? <laughs> better better quality women. 24-hour is going to kill me. Equinox should pay me. Um, <laughs> FYI. <laughs> Seriously. I, I don't know. I'm not really going for, you know... Hitting on women. The gym is kind of like I'm in and out. I'm like, get the shit done and get okay, out. Do you want to know where the women are? They're, They're at, at the, the gym. goddamn gym. <laughs> All right. We start with the 24 hour. Well, that's where we're at. We start there. We start there. You're going to feel your one, organ. You're going to feel your penis. You're going to go once a week. Get some balls. Get some kahunas, baby. And you're going to ask out one girl a week from the gym. And, and eventually one will yield. Got it. Okay. Cool. Steph. What do you want, Stephanie? What would you like? Your homework assignment, too? I uh, I don't know if I'm there yet. I, I got out of a relationship in June, and I'm loving my singlehood. Okay, well, you can date. Yeah, no I one am. Says you have I'm, to get in a relationship. No, no, I am. I have, like, two people that I will see, and it's... Oh, you're, you're, you're dueling. You have two people. You haven't decided who's going to be the one? I don't want either of them. They're to your be friends the with benefits. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thriving, Patty, in that sense. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. You can read me for filth if you want. March. I'm a Pisces. Oh, you're indecisive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You're creative and decisive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she is. She's. They're creative. always pains in the asses in this department. By the way, they're the worst. That next to the Scorpios, the two the of them Pisces. are the worst and um, worse soulmates. Yeah. Apparently. Oh my God, Scorpio and Pisces like to smack every day. I'll take, a can- I'll take a cancer over that, and they're a pain in the ass, too. All the water signs are pains in the asses. So why is the Scorpio such a pain in the ass? They get revenge. Ooh. And they will wait. They're like a spider that will wait to sting. Mm-hmm. What are Geminis? Geminis are great. Yay! We're two people. You're never bored. And we're loyal. And all this bullshit, like we're flaky and flirty. No, we're grounded. I'm super flirty. We, I get shit done like nobody gets shit yeah. done. Okay? We're organized. We're great in bed. Right? We're fun. We're funny. Totally. Right? 
We, we'll have your back in a pinch. Anybody oh. in time you need something? Done. Where the networkers here take this, take we, we, yep. we connect the world. We're Got Mercury it. ruled. Yeah. And we're happy about it. We're Virgos are miserable, sad about it, and they're Mercury ruled. Wow. Mm-hmm. Guys, I don't know if I've learned more in an episode ever <laughs> in my life. And I'm and by the way, if I was single, I would be even more high. Um, so you know, I can't of, imagine. You, you are so lucky. You are not single. Like, I know. Like I am so I happy know. that you're married to Kevin. I would be like, no, no, Maria, you don't want to be single. Oh, not in this climate. God, not no, in this climate. Thank you. No, mm. thank you. Mm, seriously, it would be too scary for me. But Patty, I can't thank you enough. Uh, this is so much for fun. Me. It's always great seeing you. Thanks for sharing yeah. vital information with our our single friends. Your sidekick team needs to get out there and figure it out. Like no one's <laughs> going to do it for you. Yeah. I always say that to people. No one's curing you. Okay. Tony Robbins isn't coming to save you. Steven, are you angry in there? No. Are you good. focused? I'm focused. He's analyzing. Okay. He's in I'm his thinking. head again. I'm seeing, I'm thinking. I'm seeing a thought. Get in the penis. Get in the penis. <laughs> not the brain. The penis. I'm just thinking of the people And I usually are, have to say the other thing. I'm thinking of all the hosts who are going to be listening to this and now commenting on <laughs> Can I just tell you something? Normally, I tell people to get in their brain and not in their penis. I'm telling the opposite with this one. This yeah. is why it's so hysterical. Yeah. No, but this is his. That this is like. I think everybody has one thing in life they have to figure out. This is his nut to crack, which is so funny. I mean, you <laughs> do you, know, would you medi- your nut to crack. Do you meditate? Do you meditate at all? Maria asked me the same thing. TM at the beginning of is the, the best. You need to do transcendental meditation twice a day, like the rest of us. I just got. Um, I've done advanced TM. And it'll change your life. It'll change your game. You need to quiet your thoughts down. And as a Gemini, you know how we think 50 miles ahead and see the future. Mm -hmm. We're futurists. So it's like for us to quiet that brain down. Oh, my God. I just I have I have like years and years of self-focus that's gone just to get to me where I am now. So, like, I understand how difficult it is to, like, put into that space. And that's why I do have to let go of the analyzation. But, like, my upbringing and my my formative years were not. Mm. We're not built in a way of like, hey, have confidence. Hey, go do this. Hey, go do this. They are built in a way of like, you're fat. Nobody likes you. Are you Jewish? No, but like, so I have I've had like where people kind of start with their standard level of confidence and mm. and self security. Mm. I had that lost it all near sixth grade. Went way negative and have had to build it up over time just to become average. At oh, my can I can I be level. honest with you? Who gives a flying fuck? That was yesterday. What's today? Exactly. So forget the past. Let's not even go to the past. Let's not go to therapy and therapize all about why mommy and daddy didn't. The bully at school did this. Let's get rid of all that. Let's worry about today and create our own future. How do you build the confidence, though? Because it is a big part. Confidence is with boundaries. And confidence is to say, I won't do this. I won't do that. I'm worth more. I'm worth that. And if you can't give me that, bye. So we're going to do our list. Right. And the more you spend time with yourself realizing what you want, the less you will expect or accept from bad people. Bad people won't show up anymore. You got bad people showing up, something's going on with you. It's the universe giving you a message. You got to work on the lesson. What's your lesson? Your lesson is I'm worth more. I mean, I have been adapting a mentality of like anytime I start questioning myself based on other people, I'm like, wait a second. Why do I give a fuck what they think? Are they paying your bills? As my mother would say, are they the ward of your estate? Mm-hmm. Who, the flying, who do you care? Exactly. I never give a shit about anyone, okay? And the truth of the matter is because, and I wouldn't be successful in my business if I did care about what other people think. There were so many people who said that I could never get a TV show on the air. There's so many people who said I could never create my own business. I go, really? What are you doing? 
stop listening to anybody else. Only listen to your own inner voice. That's why meditation would be perfect for you. That would give you confidence. TM definitely gives you confidence. I have to be honest about that. Oh, because it gives you clarity. Yeah, it gives you clarity. It when calms you have cla- down everything. It, when, you, when you have clarity, you're no longer anxiety, and you're like, oh, this will work out. Everything's great. Right? I love it. You know, and there's good days and bad days with meditation, just like working out. But the one thing I will tell you that that brain needs to calm the fuck down. All right. Not the first time I've heard that, definitely. Oh, now you heard it from Patty. And it's now very, you're going to apply it's, it. It's You've very, heard it from somebody completely outside of the circle now. <laughs> exactly. It's very attractive when the brain is calmed down, and it's, it's, it's magnetic to the opposite sex, by the mm-hmm. way. It's magnetic. When we feel you're secure and not anxiety, we want to jump your bones. I love your tone of voice as you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to the two real sexy places. I love it. Because like, I have an No, but it's true. Yeah. It's true because you don't want someone who's wishy-washy. Yeah. And someone you have to worry about all the time. Like you want someone who like knows who they are, is confident in who they are, and then that's that. Exactly. And, um, you know, there's ways to get there. Meditation's one. Masturbation's another one. <laughs> do you do that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Every guy does. I can't. Except oh for God. one of them we work with. <laughs> Some people do not masturbate, and I'm like, please go in the bathroom and do a quick one. Just relax already. If they can't drink or a cocktail, just go there and just calm down. Just wash thoroughly, yeah, please. seriously. I don't understand anyone who doesn't. I There's a lot of people it. that don't that are like pent up. There's a lot of pent up people running around. Road ragers, pent up. <laughs> Every time I see a road rager now, I'm going to yeah. think they have to masturbate. Yeah, we'll just start yelling it through the window. Masturbate. Oh, my God. I actually <laughs> will. I'll be like, you need to masturbate. Patty said so. Go rub one out. I'm doing, I'm doing like on Friday this uh, video for plus one dot com vibrators and it's about couples bringing you know sex toys in the bedroom how do you open the conversation because it's hard right and i was like who doesn't have a vibrator? like i couldn't believe when they called me i was like nobody like knows how to talk about this like who does i have like an assortment like 15 in my drawer right now as we speak <laughs> i like different ones for different days for traveling small ones little ones are we getting gift packages here yeah i'm gonna send you plus one perfect but it's just a, it's so funny because i thought to myself this is why everybody's so anxiety yeah you know, if, they don't have a, if you don't have a partner, you got to do it. What else are you going to do? Also for women, I feel like I've met so many women who are, who don't. And I think that it makes them way, it's so much harder for them to express themselves with a partner because they don't even know how to express right, themselves Right, they don't alone. know their body. Yeah. So, so one thing is cool, right before you go on a date, I'm just going to give you a little rat recap. Once you go on a date for a girl, you or a guy, well, I don't think a guy would work. It was more for a girl. You, you zhuzh yourself a little before the date takes the edge off. You're way more relaxed than the date, and you're not nervous. Really? It's better than a cocktail. Really? Whoa. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Guys, my mind is blown I'm ending today. on sex today. Like, who I knew? <laughs> I'm now Dr. Patty. Thank Seriously, you, Dr. Patty. <laughs> this was informative. And before we let you go, we always have to ask our our uh, guests one final question and that is what are you doing in your life since the show is called better together Uh to get better in your life um i'm taking time for me a lot of more alone time this year a lot of alone time introspection i've been in introspection which is good i'm about to break out into the other side of the street too by the end of the year i'll probably be out of introspection so introspection meditation eating right um learning about herbs that heal the body. I'm all about learning about healing the body and, and biohacking the brain to, to be more relaxed, more in a state of joy and appreciation. I love that. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And Amazing. it was really, it's a really been a weird year. Like I had a lot of downtime by myself. I was like, wow. My, I, I went through depression. I went through dark night of the soul. I went through, am I going to be alone forever? And I'm coming out on the other side. I'm feeling pretty good. So it was a good good little six months of that. Yeah, you need at the time. Yeah, I don't know. Some, the universe set it up. I didn't expect it. I was like not working. Nothing was happening. Everything was like quiet. And then I just was like, all right, well, obviously this is a time to work on me. And sometimes we need that. Totally. You know, we just don't have the time. Like we're running and doing and taking care of kids and families and we have no time. I'm just very lucky right now to have time for myself. Yeah. Use Uh, it and enjoy it. But I think meditation was really my salvation in this. I've been meditating for a long time and, you know, you fall off, you do one in the morning, you forget the second one. And I was just like, oh, I got to get back to the grid. So I went back to advanced technique and TM and that changed my life. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. (laughs) What have we learned? Maria. Okay, so Steph kept looking at me as Patty was going in on you, giggling and hurt. Like, we were literally like little eight-year-old girls, mortified and pretending. <laughs> I had my ears, like, covered. I was I was really trying not to be a part of that conversation. But then I was like, but then I have to be an adult. But then it was strange because <laughs> you're family. So it's very weird to hear someone talk about your penis. But so much better <laughs> that Steven's like actually a good guy. You know, like that's, I would way rather hear someone be like, think with your penis more than like, stop thinking with your penis, this is a good you point. monster. <laughs> this is a good point. That's why you have a leg up on everybody. <laughs> a leg up. <laughs> Nobody got my nut crack joke. I'm like, you're a hard nut to crack. And then as I, it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, oh, that's a funny one. No one got it. <laughs> There, there was a lot of room for double entendre there. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, Stephen, what do you think? Well, you know what? Save it for the after show. Boom! Like, boom! And if you were a Patreon member, you will get to hear the after show where we go deep on everything. Uh, we go hard. <laughs> we go we hard go on this long. episode. Oh, my God, Stephen. We have throbbing conversations oh my god. lord yes we we're gonna have you're all... gonna blow your load hearing our <laughs> oh my god. okay please stop please stop now uh if you want to hear our patty stanger uh after show and our other amazing episode that we do we do an extra episode a week become a patreon member you can click the link in the summary and uh you'll get all this extra content and even if that's not something that you're super interested in. Um, we are trying to make this an ad-free show. So if you can't contribute, even $5 to the show would be amazing so that we can keep on doing this and keep bringing you amazing stuff. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. If you want to email us, you can reach us at bettertogetherwithmaria at gmail.com. Of course, please don't solicit us for things. If it's comments on the show, um, that that's really what everybody focuses on here. Uh, or you can visit mariamanunos.com. In the meantime, you can catch up with Patty at pattyknows.com. And you can attend the Valentine's Matchmaker Meetup with Patty Stanger and Josh Sabera this Wednesday, February 12th at 7 p.m. for a Q&A conversation about navigating love and dating in 2020 at the Barnes & Noble at the Grove. Yeah, it'll be really, it sounds really exciting. Yeah. All, all of her events always are packed. So, mm-hmm. Before we go, Stephen, I know you have some amazing shout outs you want to share. Do I ever? And I'm going to bring up the music. Hey. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for our Patreon insiders. We have uh, Marilena Falaris. We have Susan Brockway, Wendy Harder, W. Sean, Allison Crum, Annette Cazell. 
Thank you guys so much for being with our insider tier on Patreon. You guys are the best. And we have... I want to shout out one specific iTunes review because I don't want to take up too much of your time. Okay. But we have a really great one that came in. Uh, a key ingredient to my self-care regimen. Asteri Marilena says, Maria, your podcast came at a time I needed it most. From moving back to L.A. for a new job, being a new mom, a wife, a caretaker, unexpectedly, to my father who had come from Greece to take care of my baby boy while being acclimated, to dealing with unexpected passing of my father. Mm. I was overwhelmed and had to push everything to the side to deal with all the many hats I wore. When the reality and grief hit me, I stumbled upon your podcast and I felt I listened to a dear friend every morning who wants me to get better. You remind me of my many of the friends I'm blessed with. I try to incorporate little lessons emotionally, financially, relationship-wise, and in my work. Your podcast has become a key part of my self-care regimen. Uh, I'm going to put the camera on you, Maria, because I think they deserve to see how you're reacting. Oh, my God. I'm, like, getting so <laughs> emotional. Um, your podcast has become a key part of my self-care regimen. Your c- recent one with Sean Korn on January 6th, my first birthday without my dad, was the podcast I had to listen to on my drive home on an emotional day. Ugh. I used the lessons in your podcast to get back to the vibrant me and found my confidence again to do the things that light me up. The tips from all your podcasts have helped me. It's still a journey, but I like what you remind the listeners. Life happens for you, not to her to you i have so much more to say and i will do so in an email but i wanted to say efcaristo from the bottom of my heart and every moment i get i text my friends and family episodes they should listen to thank you for being my daily emotional and spiritual Uh. hug and inspiration you make this world a better place oh my god wow that was beautiful thank you Yeah. yeah that does that does remind me you know and and thank you for sharing the show if it is something that um, you know, this would be helpful to somebody in your life. Share an episode. I share episodes with people as I'm coming across them. I'm saying, you need to listen to this one or this one's perfect for you. Um, we do this for all of us. We all need it. Um, so thank you so much. That was the most beautiful, beautiful review. There's more, Maria. There's more? Not from this review, but guys, we have the exclusive Facebook group and uh-huh. everyone's asked some questions when they join the group. And I want to shout out a few right now. Yeah. I think we're really cool. Uh, we ask, how has Better Together helped change your life for the better? Uh, Sean says, so many ways from discovering Gabby to EMDR to Dr. Funk, I'm a physician scientist who recognizes I want to be better and to make my positive impact for patients better. Another one's from Kim Anderson. I discovered Dr. Funk a week before I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Game change for me. So appreciative to Maria. Uh, Amanda Michelle, it's helping to maintain my shift in perspective and to make better choices for my own overall well-being. I'm also a licensed mental health counselor, so it helps me in my work with clients and the resources and books are awesome. Wow. Uh, Christine Stockberger says, Better Together has enriched my life by exploring ways to be healthier both in mind and body. I've learned things that I'm able to apply, not just alternative remedies that are too expensive and only offered in L.A. Wow. Jody Iser Tisserin says, My husband also has brain cancer and goes to the same doctors as Litsa does. Maria and I communicate monthly with updates. I listen to her mm. podcast and follow up on numerous things that she and her guests discuss. I try to remind myself to take time for me as being a caretaker is exhausted mentally and physically. I also try to eat healthier, drink more water, take my supplements and exercise. And then lastly, Jennifer Birdsong says, I feel inspired by the practical advice presented in each podcast instead of the usual generalized inspiration that is mostly encouragement to be your best or whatever without including the how part of it. Choosing my attitude instead of letting circumstances dictate it has made myself better. Choosing the how part, like talking about the how part is the most important part. That's what I tell everybody from everywhere I go, whatever I'm doing, 
we need tangible takeaway. Like, how do we really go do this? And I really tried to do that with Patty as well. Like, what are the real tangible things? And so I'm so glad that it's connecting for you guys and that you're loving it. Thank you. That means the most to me. Um, All right. That's it for this episode. Join us at Patreon and you'll get to hear more. Follow us at Maria Menounos, at Patty Stanger, at Steph Sabra, at Stephen Lemieux Photo. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chili, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag 